Hallelujah. Why don't you lift up your two hands to the Most High God? Lift up your two hands wherever you are. With your eyes closed, I just want you to speak in tongues for one minute. Open your mouth, just speak in tongues. Come on, speak in tongues, speak in tongues. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your two hands. In the book of Psalm 65, the verse number two. I want every hands lifted, every eyes closed. The Bible said, Oh, thou that answered prayer, shall all flesh come. Tonight, your people have gathered under your throne of grace. Not necessarily because of a man. We are gathered here tonight because we need a sporadic supernatural touch. Tonight, the banner of Christ must be raised in somebody's life. Father, tonight, let the devil be put to perpetual shame. Amen. Let somebody's testimony pour in this house like rain. Amen. Have your way tonight, Holy Ghost. Let your presence be very tangible tonight. Let everyone under the sound of my voice live here with a colossal testimony. I bless this house. I bless your people. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the precious Holy Ghost. And everyone who holler a thunderous amen. If your amen is the loudest, your breakthrough will be special. Hallelujah. You may be seated in heavenly places. Somebody shall fire. Somebody shall fire. Somebody shall fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn to your neighbor on your left, on your right, and say to the neighbor, God punish the devil. If your neighbor is blinking, your neighbor is a suspect. So look at your neighbor eyeball to eyeball. Tell that neighbor, God punish the devil. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, amen is something that is very, very precarious, very dangerous. Several times when you come to church and we say to you, shout amen. My dear, shout it because when you say amen, you are simply saying to God, I agree. Are you with me at all? You are saying, God, I concur that everything the man of God is saying, it will come to pass. And tonight, I decree in this house, even if you are the least, after this service, before benediction, you'll be jumping with your testimony. If your amen is the loudest, may your testimony be special. Somebody shout, I take it by fire. Sit down, sit down. Tonight, I want to speak to you on a message I've titled, Enlarge the Place of Thy Tent. Tell somebody, enlarge. Tell somebody, enlarge the place of thy tent. You see, 2019, to be candid, God has been very, very magnanimous to us. God has been very kind to Springs of Life Chapel. Come on, are you in the house at all? Has God not been good to us as a church? God has been very kind. The truth of the matter is, as much as 2019, you know, the year economically has been a bit turbulent. The year has been tough. It's not been, I mean, a little less laborious. It has been very, very intricate this year. Are you with me at all? 
It's been tough. But the Bible said there was darkness in Egypt, but there was light in Goshen. Are you with me at all? It doesn't matter the economic nature of Ghana. You are not in Ghana. I mean, you are in Ghana physically, but in the spirit, you are not in Ghana. The Bible said, in him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. So as much as there is economic crisis, I tell you, this year, the light of Yeshua HaMashiach will spring forth in your own destiny. Somebody shout, I receive it. Shout it, I will still succeed. So don't worry, God is good. You see, God is not a man that can be discouraged. God can never change. Are you with me at all? Anything God said concerning you and I, our life, before this year summarizes, it will come to pass. And anybody there is a prophetic word hanging on your life, I decree with my telescopic eyes, between now and end of September, you'll be walking in that testimony. I say you'll be walking in that testimony. Somebody shout, I receive my testimony. So God is good. Tell somebody God is good. God is good. Be happy. Tell somebody be happy. Tell somebody that if it's happening for somebody, it's just a matter of time. It will happen for you. It will happen for you. There is no need to be discouraged. Are you with me at all? Yes, there is no need to be discouraged. In fact, when I was brooding over this message, I'm going to teach now on enlarge the place of thy tent. God told me, this is, this is that deluxe key every child of God needs, you know, in order to swim in the supernatural. I mean, if you're a child of God that does not desire to be in the supernatural, then I don't know what's wrong with you. Because the supernatural has that, you know, edge, that superiority over the physical. So any man that has mastery in the supernatural automatically has mastery over the flesh. Are you following me at all? And we are serving this God that when he says something, he hastens to perform. The Bible said God is not a man. He can never be a man. So if God says something, he will deliver. Are you with me at all? Tell somebody God will deliver. God will deliver. God will deliver. You know, he told me, he said, preach this way. Because as you are preaching it, I am distributing my miracles. I am distributing my breakthrough. I don't know what you are believing God for tonight. But between now and benediction, God will embellish you with your breakthrough. I say God will embellish you with your testimony. Listen, there is nothing God cannot do. The Bible said, I am the God of all flesh. Jeremiah 32, 27. He said, I am the God of what? All flesh. Is there anything too hard? Ask somebody, is there anything too hard? I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard? My dear, that you didn't get your breakthrough in January. You didn't get it in April. You didn't get it in July. My dear, it is never too late. Because God sent me to tell you, between now and end of September, as we are talking about raising the banner of Christ, God will deliver your breakthrough. I say God will deliver your miracle. Rise up and shout, I take it by fire. There is nothing God cannot do. There is nothing impossible. Are you with me at all? Anything man does is not a miracle, sir. Anything a man does, a woman does in your life, we don't call it a miracle. A miracle is something only God can do. And God can do miracles. Listen, not too long, I think a few years ago, I was on, um, on the internet. Then a woman, a couple was sharing a testimony in Redeemed Church. Very superlative testimony. This couple have been married for 15 years. No child. 15 years. Then eventually, the woman took seed. Man of God, the woman became pregnant. 
You know, any woman that has not been pregnant in the last 15 years, you can imagine the joy, the ecstasy. Nine months, she went through the process. When, she was, when it was time for her to deliver, they said there are complications. We either save your life or we save the baby, so you have to decide. It's easier to say, okay, let the baby go because the baby has not even been born. Are you with me at all? So any man will say, let my wife live and let the baby go. So she lost the baby after 15 years. Can you imagine the pain? Eh? She will be in that state of, of pain and, and, and sadness for a very long time. But when they went home, after one week, after they did whatever, you know, to extract whatever they had to extract, the DNC, whatever. After one week, the stomach kept growing. It's on YouTube, go and check. Her stomach kept growing. So they thought maybe there was some fibroid. So they carried her back to the hospital. Immediately she got to the hospital. The gynecologist said, you are due to deliver. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. And somebody said, miracles do happen. And this is not just a miracle. They quickly took her to theater. Did whatever they did. She delivered a very beautiful baby. That's not even the miracle. Two weeks after she delivered, her stomach kept growing. Carried her to the hospital. The doctor said, you are due again. <laughs> she delivered another baby. Few weeks after, her stomach kept growing. I prophesy in this house, anything that looks impossible in the eyes of man, tonight God will embellish you with that miracle. They said you cannot build your house, but you will build it. They said you can never drive your car, but you will drive your car. They said you can never do business and succeed, but receive grace to succeed. Somebody shall fire. Somebody shall fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Mark chapter 9, verse 22, the Bible said, To him that believeth, all things are possible. Fifteen years, no child. But in less than one month, she had three children. That is the kind of God who you and I are serving. Hear me? After tonight, you are not under any man's mercy. You are not under any woman's mercy. Anybody you are seeing that is succeeding, it's a sign that you too, you can succeed. After tonight's meeting, I prophesy, 73 of you, you are about to enter a realm. You are about to go on a supernatural experience. You have never experienced before. Receive that grace. Receive that anointing. Receive that power. Rise up, shall fire. Shake your legs, shall fire. Jump on your feet, shall fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I told God tonight, I said, sir, if indeed you want me to preach this erudite message, then anybody that enters this auditorium that is under the caprices and the whims of poverty, sickness, and disease, Lord, heal them so that they can embrace their gargantuan miracle. Hear me tonight. Or not, there will be a shifting in your life tonight. Your amen is looking for my trouble. I said, There is a shifting in your life tonight. Somebody shall fire, shall fire, shall fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. In Psalm 107, verse 20, thank you, Holy Ghost. The Bible said, He sent forth His word. He sent forth His word. Jesus didn't go to their houses. He didn't go to somebody's house in Nungwa. He only spoke the undiluted word. And his word healed them. 
not necessarily from cancer, from diabetes, though it's part of it, but heal them from what else? From poverty, from bad luck. Hey, this marriage was sweet. Suddenly, the thing has become sour. When God's word comes forth, you receive your joy, you receive your peace of mind. I prophesy tonight. Anybody under the sound of my voice, as you are receiving the word of God, may the word of God deliver your breakthrough. I say, may the word of God deliver your favor. Somebody shout, I take it by fire. Give somebody a high five. Tell the person, take your portion. There is nothing this God cannot do, sir. There is nothing. There is nothing. Listen, the atmosphere in Springs, Springs of Life Chapel, the atmosphere is ripe. The atmosphere is pregnant with breakthroughs. I'm telling you, I pray God opens your eyes for once tonight to see the distribution that is going on in the spirit. Hear me? Anybody that is seated here tonight, in case you don't want a breakthrough, it's too late. Because by reason of your entrance to this auditorium, I prophesy, by the time the meeting is over, you are receiving your package of divine blessing. You are receiving your package of divine blessing. Somebody shall I take it by fire. Give me some more bass so that I don't lose my voice. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Somebody shall enlarge the place of thy tent. Tell somebody, take it easy. No, you think about it. How many minutes does it take for a woman to be pregnant? Think about it. How many minutes? Those of you who did biology, you just need a very saccharine, you know, prosconeal environment. We just need some, you know, friendly sperm to amalgamate with an egg. When there is that conjugation, sir, the woman is pregnant. But look at it. You may not see the pregnancy immediately, physically. But that does not deny the fact that she's pregnant. That is what is happening in the spirit. Your car is already there. Your house is already there. Your marriage is already there. Your favor is already there. Somebody said, I take it by fire. Is that that you can see does not deny the fact that God has done it. The Bible said he determines the end. He determines the end. So as you are sitting down now, your life is a replay. Your end has already been decided. So God is just looking at you. And you are saying, Lord, I'm discouraged. Lord, what can I do? He say, ah, my daughter, the blessing is already there. The favor is already there. I prophesy over your life uh, that after tonight, God will give you divine speed. I say, God will give you divine speed. Receive that impartation. Receive that grace. Uh, jump on your feet. Shall fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sit down, sit down, sit down. I am just introducing my message. Somebody said, Introduce. Tell somebody, God punish the devil. Tell somebody about you. If you're a man, tell the person, I'm a big boy. If you're a woman, tell somebody, I am a big girl. Talk to any Nigerian. When a Nigerian says, I'm a big boy, it's not just worse, it means you are loaded. It means you are corrosively dangerous. You carry substance. Come on. That's who you are. Yeah, that's who you are. You are not somebody anybody can jilt or jest with. No. You have, you have a superior destiny. Somebody shout, I have a superior destiny. Shout it, I have a superior destiny. 
If you don't say it, I'll leave you behind. Shout it, I have a superior destiny. A superior destiny. That's who you are. Listen, whether the devil likes it or not, 2019, you will finish in grand style. Your amen is looking for my trouble. I said between now and end of this year, you will get your land. You will get a new job. You will get a house. You will get your car. You will get a visa. Rise up and shout, I take it by fire. Give somebody a high five. Tell the person, don't be jealous. 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 Give me Isaiah 54. Let's open some things. Isaiah 54. Kabayataja. Sing, oh barren, you who have not born, break forth into singing, cry aloud, you who have not labored with a child. Ah, you are still giving me junior brother. Because hey, the reading was some way. When God called me, he gave me King James. Hey, break forth into singing, cry aloud, that did not travel with a child. Can you imagine that? The one that has never had a child should be joyful. The one that has no car should be joyful. The one that has no house, be joyful. The one that has no husband, no wife, be joyful. The one that failed the exams, be joyful. The one that they say you cannot work in that institution, God is saying be joyful. (laughs) Be joyful. Why? For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife. Anybody that is driving a good car and is making you look inferior, eh? they have not seen a good car yet. Eh? Anybody that is intimidating you because they have husband, any small discussion, they are doing this in your eyes. Your own husband is different, that's why yours has delayed. Am I talking to somebody at all? Your destiny is not like their destiny. Oh, Jesus. Man of God, listen, I want every one of you tonight in the next few minutes, because there is a certain point, you know, in the message, if you don't catch the revelation, it's gone. You know, when you are in church, God doesn't intend for you to understand everything. Sometimes God will just give you one sentence. The man of God will say something, the thing will hit you. It will look like, ah, it's like he's talking about my story. I would need at all. So tonight I need you to follow me very, very meticulously because something will change in your life. Listen, I've been preaching this gospel for a very long time now. Not once have I seen somebody eh, with a problem. Somebody that has, is struggling to have a child. I mean, no child, no job, nothing is working. And the person is singing with so much congency and inexplicable ecstasy. It doesn't happen. It's very, very outlandish, very uncommon. To find somebody who has no child and yet is happy. Talk to me. You have been looking for a job seven years. You have found no job. And yet you are the one encouraging somebody who has been looking for a job two years and cannot find. You are telling somebody who married two years ago, they don't have a child. You have been married 15 years, no child. And you are telling the one that just got married two years, you will have twins, it is well. No. It is natural that when you have a problem, once in a while, you mama. Once in a while, you complain. Talk to me, it's normal. When you want money and the money is not forthcoming. My dear, sometimes you can talk small. Hey God, you day. 
when man they suffer like this. Eh? God, look at me, very beautiful, but no man is approaching me. I serve in church, I give, I usher, I do all this, but it's like the people who are fearfully made are enjoying. But those of us who are wonderfully made, nothing is happening. He said, you that has no child, rejoice, be joyful. Why? Because more is the children you have than the one that is properly married. You that is no, I mean, how does that make sense? God is saying, be joyful. Why is God saying that you that has no, you know, why is God saying you that has no children, be joyful? God told me, that in this season of raising the banner of Christ, the key to unlocking your next level is joy. It's what? Joy. It's what? Joy. You see, joy is different from happiness. They are two dissimilar words. They are not the same. Happiness is dependent on happiness. I give you a car, you are happy. I give you an apartment, you are happy. It's dependent or predicated on happening. What is happening around you is making you happy. But joy transcends beyond that. Whether there is car or not, I am joyful. Whether I am married or not, I am joyful. Are you with me at all? And God is saying, when he sees that level of joy in your life, get ready for miracles you cannot explain. And I prophesy over hundred of you, get ready for inexplicable miracles. You don't know where the money came from. You don't know where the blessing came from. Receive that blessing in the name of Jesus. He said, those that are in a state of barrenness, let them shout for joy. <laughs> Why? Because you have paid the price. The question is, which price did you pay? That you yourself, you don't know. You have paid the price. You have paid the price. How, do you, how did you pay the price? Through your faithfulness. Through your endurance. You see, God is not going to calculate the price by your incision prayer and fasting. No. Anytime you, have, you, you felt that you should have been favored, but favor passed you. Anytime you should have gotten a job, but the job passed you. But you still maintain your posture. You still maintain your confidence in God. God said, you have paid the price. Why? Because in, your, in the state of the absence of these things, you didn't give up on God. You still make God proud even in your lap. And God is saying, for doing that, congratulations. I declare to somebody, you have been very faithful in this house. You have been very dedicated in this house. After tonight, enter your blessing. I say, enter your blessing. So that's how God calculates the price. Your faithfulness, your endurance. Are you with me at all? Sometimes you come under pressure, but you are saying, Lord, no. And let me tell you this when you meet the devil any day, ask him, even in your lack, you are better than the devil. See, I hear. I'm telling you, whether you have a car or not, you are still better than the devil. That's the truth. He doesn't like it when I tell people that. But that's the truth. You are better than him. Tell somebody you are better than the devil. Why are you talking as if you are afraid of him? Tell the person I am better than the devil. You are better than him. You are better than him. The guy is envious of you. 
Why? Because you, in your case, when you sin, you have, you have room to repent. The devil can never repent. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. It be in the pain now. Because he can never repent. But in your case, ah, anytime you feel God, I'm sorry. He said, come my dear. Let the little, suffer the little children to come. They like to sin once in a while. Let them come. But the devil can never repent. See, I hear. Look at the words the prophet used to delineate that scripture. He said, barrenness. Barrenness is not necessarily the absence of children. A destiny can be barren. Somebody can go through financial barrenness. One of the painful things in life is to go through financial barrenness. One day when I come here, I'll come and teach on grace for money. Listen, when you go through financial barrenness, you can lose your respect. Oh, people can disrespect your husband. Disrespect your wife because you don't have money. A poor man's wisdom is despised. No matter your wisdom, if you are broke, nobody will listen to you. Financial barrenness is a very serious thing. Imagine a destiny that is barren. That is why there are no destiny helpers in your life. Because your life is barren. But God is saying, be joyful. Rejoice. Because that's the key to carry you from that level of penury into that level of affluence. Listen, anybody under the sound of my voice, after tonight's meeting, this is the last time you look like the way you are looking. This is the last time you will stay in the level you are. This is the last time anybody will disrespect you. This is the last time any man, any woman will look down on you. Receive grace to upgrade. Receive grace to be exalted. Somebody shout, I take it by fire. He said rejoice. Another word the prophet used was desolate. When we say somebody is going through desolation, it simply means somebody is going through a wilderness experience. You are going through a season of loneliness. When you go through desolation, you are going through setbacks. You are going through stagnation. That's a, you see, when you are in, your, when you are in a, a season of desolation, it's a season where nothing works for you. Any investment you put your money in, the institution will collapse. That's desolation. But God is saying, be joyful. Why? Because, go to the verse 2, enlarge. <laughs> Somebody shout, enlarge. enlarge. Shout it, enlarge. enlarge. The what? The place of thy God told me this is why people are not enjoying supernatural provision. Somebody shout enlarge. enlarge. Shout it enlarge. enlarge. The place of thy tent. You see what everybody can see eh, is the tent. Don't forget this scripture is a metaphor. The tent here is not talking of physical tent. The tent here speaks of God's provision. The cars are the tent. The houses are the tent. The husband is the tent. The wife is the tent. The fruit of the womb is the tent. That one is not your prerogative. That one is not your legitimacy. It is God's responsibility to give you the tent. Are you with me at all? Does God need land cruiser in heaven? Talk to me. Does God need uh, 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 SGSS be in heaven? 
need a husband and a wife in heaven? Why do we need them? And God is saying, the things you are desirous of, it is my prerogative. It is my almost. I'm the one to give you. So you can provide your own tent. It takes God to provide. That is why in this season of raising the banner, God is saying, I want to give them. I want to give them. I want to give them. He said, enlarge the place of thy tent. So God's, God's concern is not the tent because that one is a done deal. But where the tent is going to sit, the place where the tent must sit, that is where God has an issue with. Don't forget, the Bible didn't say enlarge the place. He said enlarge. He didn't say enlarge the tent. He said enlarge the place where the tent is coming to sit. So the question is, what is the place? Are you following this teaching? Enlarge the tent, sir. But God is saying, that's not your problem. Your problem is to get me the place so that I can put the tent in the place. So what then is the place? I know some of you are thinking the place there is special anointing. No. Maybe you are thinking the place there is some special, you know, intermediary, some destiny helper. No. The place, maybe as you enter into 14 days prayer and fasting, you will fast for nothing. The place is not prayer. The place is not fasting. The place is not some serious anointing. The place is not a certain man of God that will lay hands on you. The place is simply your mindset. God is saying, I am ready to give you the blessing. But is your mind ready to receive it? Listen, there cannot be any raising of banner when your mind is too poor, when your mind is too small, when your mind is too myopic. What God is saying in this season of raising the banner for Christ, your mind must proliferate, your mind must expand so that God can bring his tent. The problem God has with children of God in the kingdom is that a lot of people are pious, a lot of people are prayerful, a lot of people can do some spiritual, you know, rigmarolling, but their mindset is very poor. Listen, no matter how sincere you are, no matter how bona fide you are, no matter how committed you are in church, if your mind is poor, God can't help you. When you die, you will make heaven. But on earth, you go suffer. God cannot bless you beyond your mind. Proverbs 23 verse 7. The Bible said, as a man thinketh. In King James, it said, as a man thinketh in his heart. That's King James English. But we don't think with the faculty of the heart. We think, so the heart there simply is the mind. So he said, as a man thinketh in his mind. So, listen, if you don't stop thinking, you know where I'm coming from. Nobody is succeeding. Nobody is blessed. So my life go day. My mother suffered. My father suffered. Stop being a bushman. You are a bona fide child of God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 If any man be in Christ, you are a new creature. All things are past. You answer Achaman, but you are not tied to the Achaman family. You answer to Amwate, but you don't answer to the Amwate family. You are a seed of Abraham. You are tied to the Abrahamic seed. Can I prophesy to somebody? After tonight, your mind is changing. I say your mind is increasing. Your capacity is increasing. Receive that anointing. 
rise up and shout fire. Tell somebody, start thinking big. He said, enlarge the place. It is your responsibility to increase your mind. Stop seeing yourself as a mediocre. Stop seeing yourself as an ordinary man, as an ordinary woman. That's not who you are. Where you are does not define who you are. You have a superior mindset. Come on. You will not continue to be an employee. One day you have your own company. Have a superior mind. He said, let the place where I'm bringing the blessing, let that place increase. Listen, I have met a lot of people in my journey in ministry and I discovered their problem is not witch or wizard. Their problem is small mind. Small mind. Listen, poverty is not the absence of money. Poverty, quote me anywhere. Poverty is not the absence of money. When you don't have money, let me use this language, you are cashless. That's not poverty. Poverty is the presence of a demon called narrow-mindedness. When you cannot think again, my dear, just be quiet and be poor. You speak in tongues, but your mind is empty. As a man thinketh, if you see yourself marrying a useless man, you will marry a useless man. Why? Because whatever you are thinking, God will arrange it to come to pass. As a man thinketh, so he arranges for you. So start thinking big. I have a message. I call it think big. Talk big. Behave big. That is not pride. When you are confident in Christ. Oh yeah, Rebecca. Why because throughout your life, what purchases mind. Have a superior mind. Go around. Okay, please, this new estate you are building, how much is it? Okay, um, three bedroom, you are saying $40,000. Okay, uh, what's the terms of payment? And somebody's thinking, ah, no, 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 no. We are not talking of what your eyes can see. Because what your eyes can see is temporal. But what your eyes cannot see is eternal. Nobody can see your mind. Nobody can read your mind. As you are thinking, big boy, God will make it happen for you. Negotiate with them. Tell them, don't worry, give me some few months. And God will be clapping for you. Why? God will say, that is my boy. That is my son. That is my daughter. This is how I want you to behave. Have a superior mind. Let your mind tell you, you cannot die untimely death. Have a superior mind. Have a superior mind. That's why any day you dream. You see a goat chasing you. You see a fowl chasing you. You see a cat chasing you. When you wake up, you are not intimidated. You look at the dream. You say, ah, every dream is a suggestion. 
my mind is superior. Any cat that followed me, you are dying this afternoon. Any goat that followed me, you are dying this. Am I talking to somebody? May God touch your mind. May God proliferate your mind. May God expand the place of the tent. Somebody shall fire. Shall fire. Give somebody a high five. Tell the person, change your mind. Change your mind. Change your mind. Ah. Three ladies, come to me. Come to me. Three ladies, come. Come. Quick, quick, quick. Can, can I get um, 10 CD, 5 CD, 20 CD? Let me illustrate something. Why is my wallet? Just, what, what is that? 10. Okay, I'll give you back. Give me 20. I need another one. 5. I need 5 CD. It shall come to pass in this house. When I call for 10 CD, some people will be giving me 20 pounds. Some people will be giving me 50 pounds. May grace come into this house for prosperity. No, next time when I come, I'll preach on grace for money. I see you like money. <laughs> Look at it. Somebody has superior mind. Have you asked yourself why certain people, when you meet them, even if you want to give them 10 CD, you feel no, I can't. They didn't ask for it. But you just believe I cannot give this person 10 CD. Take 20. Then you go to another person. You give the person 5. I'm just showing you something. Another person. You give the person 15. What engineers that giving? You that is giving, you have not thought of it. But I can tell you on grounds of authority that several times the people you are giving money to, one believes that I'm bigger than 5 CD. One believes that I'm bigger than 20 CD. One believes. So the kind of mind they have, the mind you possess is what makes people respond to your needs. Can you go and meet Asante Hiren and give him 10 CD? Talk to me. When your boss is celebrating his or her birthday, you want to give him money. Can you give him 20 Ghana? Because you believe the guy has a superior mind. It's bigger than what you are going to give. That is why some people, when you want to find a gift, you'll be asking people, what should I give to this person? Do you do that with everybody? Did they tell you to be going to ask? It's because they possess that kind of superior mind. Please find the people and give it to them. Somebody shout, I need a superior mind. Shout it, I need a superior mind. Hey, stop telling yourself life begins at 40. It's a lie. Why in the scripture did they write that? Hey, the word rule. I can't two years, no the 40. That's what can life begins at 40. Still, what told my amino papa and chain? What told my amino papa and chain? I'm going to toothbrush, toothpaste, count. We say life begins at 40. Change your mind. Life begins the day you possess a superior mind. How old was um, Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, the guy that initiated Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram? How old was he when he became a billionaire? He was in his early 20s. He became a billionaire. He, did, he doesn't speak in tongues. He doesn't pray in the Holy Ghost. He doesn't attend springs of life chapel. And yet, the guy still could become a billionaire. Why? Because his mind told him, as a young boy, he can discover something. I prophesy in this house. After tonight, your mindset is changing. I say, your mindset is changing. Can I prophesy? Some of you in your 20s, God will make you millionaires. In your 30s, you become millionaires. In your 40s, you become millionaires. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Be 
before you turn 30, you will build two houses. Before you turn 40, you will have four houses. Before you turn 50, you will have eight houses. Receive that treasure. Change your mind. Change your mind. Change your mind. He said, enlarge the place. Your mind must change. In Romans 12, he said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Receiving Jesus Christ alone is not enough. Your mind must also be affected. Listen, do you know your mind has life? Look at me, your mind. Do you know it has life? Ah. No, sometimes, don't you have thoughts, negative thoughts coming to your head? Then in your mind, you'll be fighting it. Talk to me. Nobody knows. That's why sometimes somebody will say, are you here? We are talking to you. You are not there because you are dealing, you are brooding over something in your mind. So your mind has life. Your mind can fight. Your mind can conquer. You can have an invisible mind. You can have an, a superior mind. Are you with me at all? Okay, you remember in Matthew chapter 4. You remember Matthew chapter 4. When Jesus had fasted for 40 days and 49, the Bible said he was led to the mountains to be tempted. You remember? You know the deception is several times, the kind of video we watched, they made us think that devil appeared there physically. You know most of the videos we watch, Sarkam, it's like Jesus went to the mountain top. Then the devil appeared. Jesus... <laughs> Are you the son of God? If you are the son of God, turn a, a stone into bread. Don't forget, Matthew was not there. All scripture is given by inspiration by the Holy Ghost. He was the movies they show us. It's just to let you know there was somebody that was tempting him. But everything was in his mind. His own mind told him the devil is there. His own mind. That's why it's difficult. Look at me now. At this my level in ministry. If a young girl stands before me, tries to seduce me, looking at where I'm coming from, it is very easy to say, get out from here. But when the thing is not physical, it's in my mind. The temptation is in my mind. That's why it's difficult. So you think if the devil was standing there physically, it wouldn't be so easy for Jesus to say, my friend, get out of here. He was not there physically. It was the battle of the mind. His own mind told him, turn the stone into bread. His mind said, no, man shall not live by bread alone. He said, my son, look at all the beauties, the goodness of the world. Bow to me and I will give it to you. He said, no, I cannot bow. Thou shalt not bow to any other God. But the Lord God, thy God. It was a mind battle. Listen, if you can win this thing called the mind, eh, life will become very sweet. Somebody shout, I need a superior mind. That is why you are careful the kind of people you surround yourself with. People who talk you down. Eh? They keep telling you, you are useless. You are good for nothing. So to be catching us, I can't my own. And my name is Fanny you. Okay, I was catching us, I can't my own. Because of a soul, bring your spirit down by speaking it to your mind. KFC. That we all enjoy. Eh? Where he was working. Can the man, where he was, the man that started KFC, where he was working, they sacked him because they said his chicken is not nice. 
but he told himself, you can sack me. But my mind tells me my chicken is the best. He still went to his poor house where he had a garage. Then the same chicken they sacked him for, he started preparing and put, leaving it at his window. He will discover after he returns that somebody has taken the chicken. He was not angry because they took it. He was wondering, is it not the same chicken they said is not nice? But any day I put outside, somebody will collect and eat. Before he knew it, thank God for people who fear God. He was born again. He started doing it in small quantity. Despite no small beginning. Every beginning is not popular. Well, did you hear what I said? Every man that has made, I mean, has achieved anything in life. Their beginnings are not popular. So don't despise your small beginning. Eventually, when he made his first sale, he carried it as his first fruit and went to drop it on the altar of God. Today, who doesn't know KFC? Why? He had a superior mind. He didn't have a defeative mentality. When they sat him from his restaurant, he said, no, you can sack me. But I know my chicken is sweet. Today, all over the, there's a whole state, ask Bishop, eh? there's a whole state that is named after him. That state is bigger than the whole of Ghana. Why? Because somebody has a mighty mindset. Listen, in that same office, you can rise and become CEO one day. Your amen is very discouraging. The kind of business people are doing and they are doing what? One day, that grace can come upon you. You too will become a mugul. You too will become like a dangote in our generation. You can become a certain Samjonah in our generation. Receive that anointing. You can become better than Oprah Winfrey. You can become better than Larry King. Once you have a superior mind, you can achieve. Receive that capacity. I said receive that capacity. Sometimes you pay attention too much to the opinions of people. Segregate yourself from wrong association. Friendship is not by choice. I mean friendship is not by force. It's by choice. You decide who is your friend. I don't surround myself with mediocres. I don't surround myself with people who are pessimists. They don't see light in anything. They are always, I mean, discouraged, discouraged, discouraged. What kind of human being are you? They like discouraging songs. God punish the devil. I will never sing that song. It's not every song you sing. I say it's not every song you sing. When your mind is big, when your mind is superior, you don't sing songs that bring your spirit down. One day I was going to preach for a big man of God. Immediately I entered the auditorium. They started singing. I'm saying, hey. What kind of song is that? Inompe, inompe, superior mindset when he's going to fight he will tell you assembly river assembly river assembly river some greatness is going to emerge somebody is going to be knocked out by the second round that is the kind of mindset you need to possess that no matter what is happening you are coming out in victory I prophesy over you may your mind increase I say may your mind increase somebody shall I take it by fire if somebody, if I tell the person, my mind is increasing. Have a superior mind. 
associate pastors, tell yourself one day when you start your churches by the grace on your father's life that will rub on you, your church will become a mega church. Have that mindset. Today you are renting, but you will not rent forever. That is the kind of money you should have. Tonight, your own season to be escorted as come. Receive that kind of mindset. I said, receive that mindset. You do you go to America, you do you go to Dubai, you do you go to Europe. Receive that anointing. As a man thinketh, so is he. God didn't make a mistake. He knew what he was talking about. When he said, enlarge the place of thy tent. Enlarge. Enlarge. You remember in Genesis, you know, chapter 13. When you read from verse 14, Genesis 13, put it on the screen for me. And the Lord said to who? And the Lord said to who? <laughs> After Lot was separated from him, he said, Lift up now thy what? And look from where? From where? From where? Where thou art, northward, southward, eastward, westward. Go to the verse 15. As far as, look at it, for all the land which thou seest, to thee, I what? I what? Only to him. And to who? Look at me. Look at me. The truth of the matter is, let me, let me, let me make this scripture very simple. Every human being, eh, there is a limit your eyes can see. Talk to me. Even if you have an eagle eye, you still can't see beyond a certain distance. Okay. Can you stand in Nungwa and see airport hills? Can you stand in Nungwa and see Koforidia? So, God was not talking of Abraham. As long as your physical eyes can see. The eyes there was not a reference to physical eyes. Your mind has eyes. You are not in Islegon, but you can imagine what Islegon looks like. You are not in Koforidia, but you can imagine the kind of mountain on every hills. He said, Moses, Abraham, as far as your mind, because your eyes are sight. God came to Joshua. He said, oh boy, come here. As far as your eyes can see from where you are. The elders came to Joshua. They said, what's God talking about? How can you see from where you are? They didn't know God was not talking of physical eyes. God was saying, Joshua, so long as your mind can see, you can possess it. Your mind can see. Tell somebody your mind can see. Your mind can see. Your mind can see. So, you don't wait for the blessing to come before you start seeing it. Imagine it in your mind. Hold your wife. Hold your husband. Say, baby, you become the boss one day. Wives, that's what you do to your husband. Encourage him. Senior, get up. This is what a good wife does. The husband is leaving for work. This is what a Senior, open sport. 
there. A wife will wake up. Who's left room, Papa? Me, i You know, you look at him, baby. Are you going to the office? Yes, honey. Wow. Yeah, we're going to swallow my sorry. Oh, I better not open it. I won't fail. And check out when you have a boy, Abbasu. Uba be executive director. That's how you encourage your husband. You saw the anopana. Okay. Why your husband's mind is small? Discourage be man. What we say? Senior man, we sport. Who will answer our coin? On Sunday, the crank. What you say? I go to Papa. In crisis, and the pet names be brave. We need move ya. Somebody small mind. You are supposed to be a helpmate. Every day your husband must feel like a king. He's already discouraged. Don't discourage him. Tell him, my dear, why are you discouraged? Me, I believe you will make it. I'm telling you, you are in, that is the kind of mindset you are injecting into him. Sit down, my dear come. This is a woman. This is what you do to your wife. I want febra. I want febra. Oye, oko ejuma no pa. Ebi oja. Webi eno costo kakre otiano. I just say. Anyone who got chance to libra, in crisis, a man you be glad that. And Fred Oyiri, look at pumpkin. Sweetheart. you tell her this is your small coaster I see it becoming big I see that when we talk of coaster yours is going to be big the biggest in the whole of Nungwa that is what you tell your wife I'm teaching you Bible because sometimes you are the one that is discouraging the person husband is in competition with the wife wife is in competition with the husband there's something wrong with you you are supposed to complement each other. You know why you are competing? Because your mindset is small. When you have a superior mind, the Bible said they comparing themselves with themselves are not wise. Wise people will not compare themselves to themselves. Enlarge. Sit down, my dear. The place. Speak positive things into the person's mind. I'm telling you these days I agree there are some evil people but that does not take away the fact that God can bless his children 
and your poor mind. Poor mind. Poor mind. People have small minds. They are very petty. Very petty. Very petty. Huh. One day I was watching football match. Liverpool versus I think Aston Villa. They used to have this guy called Sisi in Liverpool. Black guy from Africa. I couldn't say go be me to one say Kai where the Malam go. Anchakra and a Peter Crouch. So both Sisi are kicking on shen. I'm so wow. The Lord said we see your life. Bibinisha Eddie also Malam go. Bronisha Eddie was a beautiful go. Mindset. Mind what? The way you can pray, I also hope your mind will change. Have a superior mind. Have it. Have it. Tell somebody, have it. If you don't possess a superior mind, my dear, no banner will be lifted in your life. Have a superior mind. Somebody shout, I will possess it. Shout it, I will possess it. Give me verse 5 of that same scripture. Give me verse 5. Isaiah 54 verse 5. Quickly, let me round it up. For, let's read it together. For thy maker is what? For thy maker is what? For thy maker is what? You see this thing called husband and wife. Eh? This is this thing, husband. This is what cuts the tripartal being of man. You know, till, till Jesus returns, we will not be able to decode the mystery of husband and wife. I'm telling you because it's only in God. One plus one is still one. Genesis 2.24 He said and the two shall be what? One flesh That means husband and wife You share the same spirit You share the same soul You share the same body No think about it And the Bible said Go back, go back, go back For thy maker is thy what? No think about it Why didn't the Bible say For thy maker is thy savior is thy master. But he said, thy husband. Do you know what he means? Okay. Come. My dear, still come back. Stand in front of No, I mean, stand in front of him. Chaman, stand in front of her. This is husband. This is wife. This is the couple, dying husband. This is God. Say, this is God. Say, this is God. <laughs> he said, for thy maker is what? And don't forget, I just told you that one plus one is still what? So, this is why when you are dating somebody you are not married to, all these prosconios, you have to stop. Prosconios. <laughs> when you are not married to the person, don't enter into Agombia. <laughs> you are not supposed to have sex. <laughs> it is wrong. Why? Because it's not just the act. You are sharing spirit with the person. You are sharing soul with the person. You are. Sh- you know why some people? I can't stand my ex. I can't stand. It's not the word ex. There is something you are sharing. That's why anytime you see the person, it's almost as if you want to go and do something with the person. Because you have still not been delivered. We call it soul tie. 
That's why when you are ready to marry, we have to lay legs, lay knees, lay hands to deliver you. You don't sleep around. Why? Because it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Bishop, I was looking at some statistics. 8 out of the 10 marriages we consummate on the altar 8 out of the 10 they have known themselves before they come to the altar the other name of Bufukran is here I'm going to say I'm going to kiss the bride who's a senior man he kills me I'm going to kiss him in that who's a great concert man Concert lady. We need some trust her level. To see any trust or more, she will be. I say, shame on you. I'm teaching you. This guy was coming to marry my daughter. A man is love is blind. Me love be anywhere blind. We see I'm hearing many good No many fry. Concerts, Munyaka, love is blind, love being where you're blind, and that you don't understand the feeling. It is a feeling, love and your feeling, love a decision generated by force. You don't marry because of feeling, you marry because feeling a chemical, it comes and it goes. If you marry anybody because I feel it, it will go. This guy, my daughter kept saying, Daddy, this guy is this, this guy is this, this guy is that. And I'm you, I'm you. Problem all. I'm go and see mommy in the kitchen. I want to talk to you. I'm so walk out and say, only mommy you know mama. What can't you learn it senior, And I'm saying, but more than I'm Why, Catherine? Daddy, he's sweet. He, I don't know who's sweet. I had another son who was going to marry a lady. Me banish one pe any gargantuan wedding on person beboka. And sometimes it's wisdom. You don't put your life savings in an event when the journey is a lifetime. It's because people have poor mind. And then crack up for some more empire. Photo chat, photo chat, pre-wedding photo. That's why pre-wedding prayer. Is it crack the style of the auditorium? No crack the anime stream. So be our style, be your personal realm. And I'm here, but make sure you have spent and you put investment in prayer into all the style you are entering the auditorium with. Reception. Those here, be you be jamu jamu jamu. Now man for tikum. We name the Okom. These days, young couples don't pray. That's why young marriages are breaking by the day. I'm not worried. Necessaries, no matter. Because what do you say? A concert. Marriage is for mature people. This lady sat down. I said, my son said he wants something small. He said, no, no, no. You know where I come from? You don't do small things. 
Let me catch him. My man said, "Go and let me talk to her." Because all Kasana and Yami be many. No one see her a red dress. Now I'm saying, Madam, in Kolasan we here go. Now for born in Yanusu. Now I'm saying, Kwanu too. Yenye ne boko. Because who the Yanu grad? Who here white wedding? Thank you, sir. Tadia, guess you're born red. Because much of what she go no. So I'm saying, say, if a white wedding, if a white wedding, Kwanu too. My man is one to me. Obey small a year, manenye. And I'm saying, I saw Katrina, secret way they went to me from Kosa, Pekwambi, Opa, because spiritually she had really changed. But I only saw that because I wanted to tell her, say, Jai, Namunye, be simple. I'm going to me worry. I feel you know why? Me banneba back. Now, now, let's do it. In fact, I was feeling it when daddy was talking. God punish the devil. Feeling what? Poor mind. If your mind is poor, you will take your life savings and put it in one ceremony. three hours, no biako. Have a photo for Frau Anna Udane. One and came here. Yes, we don't invite you, Bediako. Husband and wife, one. Thy maker, God, is your husband. What it means is that physically you can see the three. But in the spirit, you can't see them. It's just one person. The husband is inside the wife. The wife is inside the husband. And the two are inside. So, if you have this combination, which witch can kill you? Which wizard can destroy you? God is sharing your spirit. God is sharing your soul. God is sharing your body. So anything that wants to destroy you must destroy God first. And you and I know you cannot destroy God. This is the kind of mindset God wants you to have. That when you walk about in this life, you are not walking alone. God is inside you. Christ in you. Christ in you. Stand to your feet. Lift up your two hands. Say, my father, my father. Shouted, my father, my father. Tonight, as my hands are lifted, I decree, let my mind change. Let the place where my blessing, where my tent is coming to dwell, let that place increase, increase, increase by fire, by fire. Clap your hands and begin to pray. Pray. mind. 
change my mind. Change my mind. Give me a superior mindset. I need a superior mind in my family, in my career, in my business. Change my mind. 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 Pray. Change my mind, change my mind, change my mind, change my mind, pray. Paturia, paya, 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 pray, 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 pray. Lift up your two hands. The atmosphere is charged. Say, my father, my father. Tonight, as my hands are lifted, I decree a superior mentality. Say, Lord, any area of my mind, I am backward. I am myopic. I am small. By the blood of Jesus, I terminate it. I terminate it. I terminate it. Say, tonight, less more mind. Tonight, let negativity of their mind die. Say, Lord, as I clap my hands, I receive a superior mind. Now, now, clap your hands and pray. In the 
lift up your hands. Say, my father, my father. Tonight, shout it tonight. By thunder, by fire. Say, tonight, by the sword of the spirit. By the superior blood of Jesus. Any limit. Any limit. Any limitation. On my mind. Any deposit. Satanic deposit. Satanic deposit. In my mind. Say, every limit. Every impediment. Every blockade. Every blockade. Every embargo. Every embargo. On my mind. On my mind. Tonight. Tonight. By the weapons. By the weapons. Of the Lord. Of the Lord. I terminate it. I terminate it. I break it. I break it. By fire. By fire. By fire. By fire. Clap your hands and begin to pray. I'm a very blessed man. But I can tell you, I didn't start like this. But even before I got to this apogee in life, I started seeing myself there. I'm telling you, so there is nothing I am today that surprises me. When I didn't have a passport, I started seeing myself travel the nations of the world. When I started ministry as a young preacher, I started seeing myself on big platforms. Because I understood as a man is thinking, God will make it happen. By the grace of God, there are very few big platforms in this country I've not stood on. Is it because I'm special? No, my mind big. Listen, don't look at where you are. It doesn't define your future. What defines your future is the kind of mindset you possess tonight. Listen, you will become a big man. I say you will become a big woman. You will become a CEO one day. You become a global apostle one day. You become a global business tycoon. Somebody shout, I am the one. It's possible that in the future, the president of Ghana in the future could be standing in this auditorium. Oh, come on, you are not receiving it. It's possible that the vice president of Ghana in the future could be in this auditorium. The MP of Nungwa in the future can be in this auditorium. Am I talking to somebody? Have a superior mind. Have a superior mind. Jesus said, let this mind. Jesus had a superior mindset. You couldn't defeat him. 